already coming back, doesn't it? The great song. So this morning is the final message from our series, Family Practice, How to Build a Strong Spiritual Identity Beyond Sunday Morning. Reverend Ken has explored themes from the Bahad Gita, knowing, serving, and loving. And I'm talking about hospitality as family spiritual practice. I think that hospitality is an essential spiritual practice for Unitarian Universalists. It's an ancient spiritual practice, really, coming from the religions of the Middle East, in particular, where people lived in the desert, and to help a traveler might be life-saving. And hospitality is a practice that can be practiced, really, by everyone and in any place. Even before babies can talk, they smile and they laugh, they play and they flirt. That's infant hospitality. Doesn't it feel good when that baby gives you a big smile? It's also grace, because unless you're the parent, you probably don't really deserve that smile. (laughs) But we love it. Now, universalist theology teaches that all humans are of value, that we are all loved, and that we are to use our love, we're called to use our love to serve in the world. But saying all that, what do I mean by hospitality? Hmm? Some people think that it's about the hotel or restaurant industry. That's not what I mean. Or that it's about giving a good party. That isn't what I mean either, though I like good parties. And we've had some good ones here and hosted by people from here. How many people have ever seen the movie Babe? Lots of people, not everybody. We're going to see the trailer for the movie, Babe, because really what I want to say about hospitality, can everything can be seen in this trailer. So when Babe first comes to that farm, he's a stranger. He's lost, and he doesn't know where he fits in. Everybody else seems to have a place on the farm. Babe lost his family. He's all alone. The fly, the mama dog, she had never seen a pig before. She didn't know what to expect from a pig. She didn't know what pigs were like. But she offered him genuine hospitality and love. Fly sees that that babe is sad and lonely. She understands those feelings, and she welcomes babe right into her home, even into the bed with her pups. She gives babe love, and he learns to love her in return. Here's a really big word, which I probably am not going to say correctly, so if anybody knows how to say German, you could help me out. But it's the German word for hospitality. It's Gastfreundschaft, or something like that. Very big, complicated German word. But what it means is friendship for the guest, which is what Fly gives to Babe. And the Greek word for hospitality, which I'm not even going to try, means love to strangers. And the Dutch word means freedom for the guest. So, babe is given love and friendship, and he's given the freedom to find out what kind of little pig he really is and where he can fit in on the farm. And he does that. Hospitality is love in action, love in loving kindness. Loving kindness really to everyone and to people you never met before. Just what the mama dog does. So, 
I'd like you to sit, everybody sit quietly for a minute. Close your eyes if you're comfortable. So I want you to remember something. Imagine being back in a memory. Close your eyes and think of a time when you felt maybe like Babe felt when he got to the farm. Alone, maybe a little sad and scared. And someone smiled at you. Someone was friendly with you. A time when someone helped you to feel better by giving you hospitality. Okay. Open your eyes. Could you remember a time like that? Did you remember something like that? Mm Mm-hmm. What was it that made you feel better? They listened. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth. So Elizabeth said someone came right up to her when she was standing alone in a large group of people and feeling scared and a little anxious. And Kirsten said that the person listened. So her sister was upset because she had made a mistake and hurt a friend, and she hid in the closet. Um, And... sister got scared because she didn't know what happened to her little sister. And her aunt took her and comforted her and probably told her everything would be okay. And it was. One more. Erin? So Erin remembers going to daycare and she was scared because she thought there would be lots of mean people there. She was so scared she was crying. But just as we've heard with other people, someone came up and I bet they smiled and Helped you out. Yeah. Everybody has experiences like that. And it's hospitality that helps us to feel better. And all the things that we said, those are our hospitality. Being friendly, smiling, welcoming someone. It's when we really want to know who someone is and we make a space for them. Come on up. Join in. So back to the babe video. It also showed us some examples of not hospitality, of being mean. Remember the cat? What did that cat do? She pretended to be nice. Oh, babe. But really she was telling him mean stories and trying to make him feel bad. That's not hospitality. It has some other names, some other big names like manipulation. It's not hospitality. And part of that was the cat thought she was better than all the animals, especially better than all the outside animals because the cat was mostly inside. And the papa dog, there wasn't so much of this in the video, but in the movie, the papa dog, Rex, he's not welcoming either. He doesn't give hospitality because Rex already had his mind made up about who all the animals were, what they could do, and where they belonged. And... He believed that the animals shouldn't mix together. Animals should keep to their own kind. That's not hospitality. It has another name, and maybe you know this name. That's prejudice. That's prejudging. Deciding things about somebody before you ever meet them. Did you ever have a feeling like that? that somebody decided something about you before you ever met them? I have, and I don't like that feeling. Yeah? In our little play, you see the first man, he had a problem because he decided that everybody was mean and nasty. And the woman, she knew that 
He would see the people in her town as mean and nasty because that's what he already thought about other people. Now, actually, the second man was prejudiced, too. But if we're going to have a prejudice, it's probably better to have the second man's prejudice because he believed that people would be friendly and nice and welcoming. That's what he's most likely to find. Real hospitality is when we can expect the best from people, but also we're just open. We can open our eyes and see who that person really is. We can open our ears, the ears of our heart, St. Benedict said, to listen to who that person really is. So Babe also had the experiences of people being mean and not being hospitable. But those hard times didn't stop him because he had been listened to and loved and welcomed right into the barnyard. Babe grew up to be his own kind of pig, which you could see was being a sheep pig. He was really comfortable just being himself. He didn't care that all the other animals herding the sheep were dogs. He was a sheep pig. He felt good about himself and that's so he could be brave. And he could give hospitality back to people, back to animals. Babe was interested in all the animals. He was curious about them. And he listened to them. Why do you think the sheep did what Babe asked? Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, at the end of the movie, Aaron remembers the end of the actual movie. He's got a secret password to tell the sheep, and that helps. But at his own farm, Andrew, so Andrew thinks the sheep wanted to make Babe feel better. Mm -hmm. And I think all those things are part of it. And another part is because Babe was nice and hospitable to them. He, he listened to them. He asked them about them. And he used kind, polite words. Would you please? Thank you very much, ladies. And so the sheep said, what a nice little pig. Now that first man in the drama, we knew he was tired and hungry, but he kept going because he had already decided that people were mean and unfriendly and the lady sort of confirmed that. But I'll bet that he was scared and felt bad. Because, and I'll bet that he felt bad about himself, that he didn't like himself and maybe if he'd been asked to draw a picture about something about he liked about himself, he might not even been able to do it. Because part of being able to be brave and hospitable comes from listening, first of all, to yourself. Listening inside. And that's part of where, one part of where the spiritual practice of hospitality comes. It comes from listening to what's important to you and feeling okay about you. Yeah? Does this make sense? When you're comfortable with who you are, you don't need to convince everyone else to be just like you. You don't need everybody to be on the same soccer team. You don't need everybody to go to the same school. You don't need everybody to wear the same kind of clothes because it's okay to be you. And when you feel okay to be you, then you can pay more attention to the other kids. Who are those other people? 
16th century, long time ago, Unitarian. He was actually a priest. They had Unitarian priests long ago. Francis David, he said, we need not think alike to love alike. And we don't need to dress alike or do the same things to love alike. And a 20th century spiritual writer, Henry Nouwen, wrote, anyone who wants to pay attention without intention has to be at home in his own house. That is, she has to discover the center of her life in her own heart. So that's the first part of hospitality. And now, before we get to the second part of hospitality, could you share the drawing with someone around you about something that you like about yourself? Okay, come on, come on back to, to your seats, and I hope that you'll share more after our celebration. So every person needs to be known by other people. We need people who know our names, people who remember us, and people who know some of the things that are important to us. And we need to know other people because other people help us grow. We learn from other people. Our hearts open up when we offer them to other people. And in the movie, the Papa Dog, at the end of the movie, finally opens up to his heart to Babe and even to the sheep. The Papa Dog is kind of nice to the sheep at the end of the movie, and that's something that sheepdogs never do. But when he does that, Rex, the Papa Dog, just becomes happier and more relaxed, and he's not suspicious like that first man in the drama. So, the second part of hospitality is listening and loving in our own families and with the people who were close to us. You know, even in families, and I bet you can think of a time that there's something that puzzles you about your brother or your sister or your husband or your wife or your partner or your in-laws, there's something that puzzles you about those people that you're very close to because there's a way in which as much as we pay attention to each other, there's something that's mysterious about it. This is a little thing, but I've always wondered why my husband doesn't like ice cream very much because I can't really understand why people wouldn't particularly like ice cream. He never wants to eat ice cream, except maybe in July when we go to the ice cream stand. And I just realized in a conversation that we were having that his mother never bought ice cream when he was a little boy. There's never ice cream in my mother-in-law's house. So I think that must have something to do with why he doesn't like ice cream. But maybe it doesn't. Maybe it'll still be a mystery. But we want to know the people we live close to. And so we try to give hospitality in our own homes and practice. At home, we know that nobody in our family, including us, is perfect. We give each other the freedom to make mistakes and the freedom to grow. And as Reverend Ken said, we give each other the privilege of being able to say, I'm sorry. A hospitable home is a place where it's safe to be who we are, to know what's important to us, and to share that with the people around us. So creating a family spiritual identity requires practicing hospitality at home. It means listening, knowing as best we can what's important to everybody in the family, paying attention to each other, 
and giving each other some of the most important gifts, really the only real gifts we can give people, which are our time and our attention. And that's what can create hospitality at home. When we take the time to share the wonder and awe and beauty we find in life, we are sharing our spiritual identity with our family. The same writer, Catholic spiritual writer Henry Nouwen, wrote, Children are our most important guests. What parents can offer is a home, a place that's receptive, but also has safe boundaries, a place where children can ask questions and experiment without risk of rejection. And they can be encouraged to listen to their own inner selves. So I like what Nouwen said, which is why I just read it to you, but I think that it's not at all just for children. This is important for all of us. Whoever is in our families, however we define our family, we grow, we feel good, we flourish when we can ask questions and be encouraged to listen to our inner voices. So now let's share that picture about what's important to you about your family with the people around you. So you have two things to do here. It's to share and to listen to the other person. Okay, please, please come back. And again, I, I hope you'll share that with other people during our social time. And especially share all your pictures and your ideas with your family when you get home. Did you learn something from the other people? I hope so. So when we are hospitable with ourselves and our families, then we are well prepared to offer hospitality in the communities we belong to, like wellsprings, like the schools where you go. We can feel good enough about ourselves to give our attention to our guests. And that is spiritual practice. When you feel good enough about yourself and your family to give attention to your guests, you're actually then for a little while not paying attention to yourself, which means you're not worrying, about what you have to do tomorrow, or planning, or getting upset about what you did yesterday, you're paying attention to the other person. Another writer said, hospitality, Joan Chittister. Hospitality means we take people into the space that is our lives, and our minds, and our heart, and our work, and our efforts. Hospitality is the way we come out of ourselves, come out of ourselves to be with other people. And that is what we intend to do at Wellsprings. It's how we want to be at Wellsprings. We want to be open to each other. We want to learn from each other. We want to grow together. Hospitality is a family and a community spiritual practice. And we hope that when you join us, you will be better able to be yourself, to share your gifts, to use your gifts, and that you will feel free to give your time and your attention to other people. And may it be so. May we continue to learn from each other, and may you live in blessing.